This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the Daily Tip on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. And we are back with the final hour of the Daily Tip. We've saved our best for last because in this hour, we've got our favorite plays in college football, our favorite plays in the NFL, and our favorite plays overall. The best of the best coming your way in our best bets at uh, 840 here on the show. We've got PJ Glasser sitting in for Jinx today uh, as we roll through the show. I was thinking about my radio hit that I did yesterday. And there's this one station that I go on that always asks me like these curveball questions. And I don't know how to answer them, but it kind of speaks to what people do not know about betting. Because one of the questions I was asked was, what are the odds over at BetMGM that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey will get married? I said, you can't bet on it at BetMGM. Like maybe it's available somewhere else, but like, I don't know. I hate when people ask me questions like this. Like, I'll talk yeah. football all day, but, like, what do you want me to say to this? I don't know. Like, uh, five to one, maybe? Like, would you put <laughs> odds on this? I don't know enough uh, about Taylor Swift. This is the problem. Everybody assumes that everyone knows everything about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I know the surface-level stuff, but, of course, the huge headline is like, oh, the Kelseys and the Swifts. The parents are meeting this weekend or whenever the chiefs game is good god like are you dreading this already the fact that we're gonna see this play out during the middle of a football game no yeah it's i just (laughs) you know it's unfortunate too because we're getting maybe the best regular season game of of the entire nfl year it's a rematch of the super bowl and we're just gonna spend as much time just showing, you know, the Kelseys, the Swifts in the stand and all that backline and stories. So I you know it's funny, I normally do enjoy that stuff. Like when people just make up odds about like random things, right? And you're like, oh, this is minus one thirty and this is plus one fifty and all this. But yeah, I mean, when people are asking you like, what are the odds of tra-? it's like, what what do you want me to say? I could say plus two hundred or plus eight hundred, and they would be like, okay, sure. I mean, like, right? Like you don't you don't know. I mean, nobody <laughs> knows. <laughs> I think this is my biggest beef. Like you said about the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey thing, it was fine when it was the Chiefs squaring off against the Bears, and that game yeah. had no interest level, anyways. But when you're doing this. 
at one of the premier games of the season, the rematch of the Super Bowl. Come on, Taylor. Can you do it another week? Just not this yeah. week. So is she going to be at, she's going to be at the game? Like the, I know the parents are, but is she going to be there? Cause I know she's in Europe right now. Oh, I have no idea. I haven't even thought See, about that. It. Yeah. That I don't know. Cause <laughs> there, there's been all this talk about like the parents meeting each other, but I'm like, is Taylor even going to be there? Cause she's in Argentina right now. I don't, know if she would go back to kansas city and then fly right who knows but yeah that's weird if she's not there like would you want your parents meeting your significant other's parents without you there is it at least like a filter that was my I, right i have no bill do you have any insight well i was just looking up odds for you guys on this <laughs> because that's what i do nice uh the odds for them to be engaged by the start of next football season Eight to thirteen, so minus money. Odds of them announcing a pregnancy by the beginning of next NFL season, six to five. So again, almost even what is odds. Six to almost five? even money. I don't know. It's, I'm just reading it here on these bookmakers. Six to these five. Are like is almost even money. Lines. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's almost even money. I wouldn't take the pregnancy. Forty-five percent. I, I would take the engagement. Nah. I would t- I would take the engagement. I wouldn't take the pregnancy though. But that's crazy. So the pregnancy is even, almost yeah, even that, money. That is insane. And engagement that's, is minus money. Yeah. No, that the pregnancy being that, I, I would put that at like plus 500 almost. I mean, they're just, they're both so career driven. And it seems like that would be something that maybe they would entertain, like when Travis is maybe retired or towards the end of his career. But I don't know. The engagement seems like it's, I, I mean, I think they're going to get married at this point. The worst part of this is neither of us are experts on Taylor Swift. And now we are thrown into the situation where we got to be. Because I'm thinking yeah. like, well, what about her history? I don't know. I know like a few people she's dated, but I don't have the expertise. And this is the problem. When people ask me about this damn relationship, I don't know. So how about some things that we do know about? Let's do some game picks here on a football Friday. Pick six. All right, PJ, let's do some college picks and take a a brief uh, recess from Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey talk. (laughs) Go for it. I don't think Travis Kelsey will be in, or Travis Kelsey, I don't think Taylor Swift will be in Tucson this week. But if she is, she's going to be seeing a heck of a game between Arizona (laughs) and Utah. And I like the under 45 and a half in this game. Chelsea, this is all about Utah playing to their opponent when they go up against teams that have great offenses when they play against washington when they play against usc those games have gone over the total this season when they play against teams with good defenses when they play against ucla when they play against oregon state those kinds of games they go under the total arizona is a really solid team this year the job that jed fish has done has been really really impressive arizona is going to be a team that you're really going to want to bet in bowl season because they're well coached and they're going to be highly motivated because they haven't been in a bowl game in a while so really like arizona in bowl season think there's a good chance they win this game but i like the under like this just feels like it's going to be like a 20 to 17 kind of game I think maybe this total's inflated just a bit because we saw Utah the last couple weeks play some high-scoring games against USC, Arizona State, and last week against Washington, but I like the under this week. Ooh, the fighting Rob Gronkowski's or Luke Walton's. 
Aren't those? Yeah. I feel like those are the only two Arizona people I know. Do you know any other ones? Teddy, Teddy Bruschi actually went to Arizona. Oh. Richard Jefferson. Yeah. Well, I mean, Arizona basketball, like Steve Curry, mm -hmm. got a ton of ton of good basketball players. Yeah, I just always think of Gronk. He was probably parting yeah. his little booty off at, at Arizona. <laughs> if you want to watch that one, a 2.30 Eastern kick in a top 25 matchup in the Pac-12. Big six. Big six. All right, I hate myself for taking a bunch of big favorites this week, but in this specific situation, I think it calls for it. I'm going to take Michigan laying the big number, laying a 19 and a half at Maryland. No, I'm not going to be the biggest cheerleader for Michigan. I'm not a huge fan of Jim Harbaugh. But anyways, if there is a team that is motivated in college football right now, it has to be the Michigan Wolverines. Did you see them after the Penn State game? Their assistant coach was crying like, you know, we had a Harbaugh death, but it wasn't the case. They feel like it's them against the world. So normally I would say, okay, it's a letdown spot. Just played Penn State. But I don't think there's a letdown spot at all for this Michigan team that clearly is out to prove something. Plus, you look at the matchup on paper. Michigan, the number one scoring defense, or excuse me, defense in the country when it comes to total yards against their opponents. This is going to be a really tough spot for a Maryland team that has struggled offensively in their past two games, scoring less than 17 points or 17 points or fewer in each of their last two games. They got boat raced by Penn State, uh, lost to them 51-15. I see this one going the same way. I'll take Michigan, laying the big number here, minus 19 and a half. Chelsea, love him or hate him, I gotta say, that fight song really, it, it just every time, it oh. just gets me going do, 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 do. I think either I that or Rock, I think either that <laughs> or Rocky Top are the two best, personally. I think those are the two best ones. Yeah, Rocky Top's good. Uh, I won't Top say anything is. about Michigan. Won't be yeah, rooting for them, except with my wallet. For that, there you go. And I would probably lean towards Maryland in the first half, the four games this season that Harbaugh has been out on the side where he hasn't been on the sideline. They have struggled a bit to get off to some slow starts. Penn State, it came down to that two-point conversion on Saturday. They weren't able to capitalize, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards your way. I think Michigan in the second half kind of pulls away and blows out the Terps. That is a noon kickoff in College Park for that Big Ten battle. Big Six. Big Six. All right, Chelsea, you just took a game with a big spread. I'm going to take a game with a big spread, but I'm going to take the underdog. I like the Arizona State Sun Devils plus 23 and a half against Oregon on Saturday. The last three matchups between these two teams have been decided by three points or less. Arizona State winning two of those games. Oregon University or the University of Oregon always struggles in the state of Arizona, especially when they have good teams. That state has been a house of horrors for them. And Arizona State's head coach, Kenny Dillingham, was the OC at Oregon the last couple of years. He knows that team really well. He knows Bo Nix and that offense really well. Arizona State held Washington to 15 points earlier this season. And, you know, maybe this is a little bit of a letdown for Oregon, right? You had a big win against USC. Maybe you're looking ahead to the Civil War, which is upcoming on Friday. So that game is on a short week. So much love for Oregon. They might be the best team in the country. They really might. They, they're really good on both sides of the ball. But wouldn't this just be so Pac-12? 
that Oregon would trip up or they would stumble or play a close game with the Sun Devils on Saturday. So I think this is too many points. Would even sprinkle a little bit of that ASU money line at 12 to 1. But I uh, I love the spread, plus 23 and a half. I think they keep it within the number. Also a massive game for the Heisman odds as well. We know if the Ducks lose this game, could have a seismic shift when it comes to yeah. Bo Nix being the favorite to win the Heisman. If you want to watch it, it's a four Eastern kick in Tempe. Pick six. Pick six. All right. I'm going to be taking Louisville minus a point and a half on the road at Miami. This line, I believe, has gone down. So go ahead and get yourself that minus one. Or you can just take Louisville on the money line here. If you want to know why I'm on Louisville, it's because I think overall they've been the much better team this year. They're 9-1. and one. They're in the top 10 for the first time in seven years. So clearly they're motivated to uh, end the season with a good stretch here. Maybe they looked a little shaky against Virginia last week, but still managed to win. And we're not talking about a big spread here. We're talking about a point, point and a half. You can even take them on the money line for minus 110. Uh, meanwhile, Miami is looking pretty good coming into this game. Kept up uh, with an elite Florida State team last week. But you've got to remember that was a rivalry game, a huge matchup between Miami and Florida State. That's a big rivalry. Rivalry games normally play a little bit closer. I think it's time to sell high on the Hurricanes and buy in on Louisville over the course of the season. This defense has been incredible. The third best red zone defense in the nation and top 15 nationally in third down run scoring and total defense. Not an easy matchup for Miami quarterback Tyler Van Dyke who was benched at one point in the season and also has 11 picks in his last five games. I'll take Louisville, the short number here, or just take them on the money line, minus 110 over Miami. They would need a lot of chaos to happen, Chelsea, but there's an outside shot that maybe Louisville gets into the playoff, right? They're one loss right now. They win out. They're going to have Florida State in the ACC title game. You win that game, 12-1 and conference champion. Who knows? So obviously a big game for them. Great first year for Jeff Brom. And uh, I would lean I would lean your way as well and take Louisville to win that game against the Canes. Um, that game, noon Eastern time in Miami tomorrow. Big six. All right, Chelsea, all my picks this week in college football are in the Pac-12, and it's the game of the week. I like Oregon State against Washington. I think it's going to be a really, really good game. I know Double D doesn't agree with me. We're going head-to-head. Washington was his preseason pick to win the Pac-12. Oregon State was mine, and the reason why I liked Oregon State was because they were getting this game at home. I knew this game would be important. I knew both teams would be in the top 10 top 15 in the country washington's unbeaten they've had a great year and they're undefeated this late into the season so i uh i heard a stat chelsea earlier that the last 11 teams that were undefeated this late in the season to play a two loss team that were underdogs two and nine straight up in those games so vegas usually knows when an undefeated team is on upset alert and I think uh, Washington is certainly that this weekend. I like the Beavers. Ooh, it should be a good one. If you want to watch it, it is a 7.30 Eastern kick at Oregon State. Pick six. Pick six.
All right, I said I was taking big favorites, and I'm not straying from that mindset here. I'm going to take Georgia laying 10. There is a 10 available. Go get it on the road at Tennessee. Because every time people have screamed, oh, Georgia's on upset alert, they act, uh, they donkey stomp whoever they are playing. And listen, this is the shortest number that you will get on Georgia all season long. They have not been shorter than 10-point favorites all year. So, yes, it's a big number. But it is the lowest number that you will have on George all season long. And this is not the time that I think you stand in front of the juggernaut of an offense that Georgia is putting out on the field. They're averaging more than 40 points per game. Tight end Brock Bowers is back with this offense. And I think you just can't trust Joe Milton. He is the most inconsistent quarterback in this matchup. And plus Georgia's defense, number two against the run. It's going to be tough sledding for Tennessee, even though I saw where Dolly Parton is going to be in the stands. And I love Dolly, but I love Georgia here. We've got to get to break up next. Our favorite plays in the NFL. Pick six headed your way. Stay with us. The Daily Tip will be right back on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Welcome back to the Daily Tip on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. And we're back. It's a football Friday, as we will give you our favorite picks in the NFL here in just a few minutes. PJ Glasser sitting in for Jenks. PJ, settle a debate. My husband floated this idea about Thanksgiving. He said, Chelsea, there is a tea time next week on Thanksgiving morning for $22. I think I'm going to scoop it. We are oh. hosting my family for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and my husband thinks just because there is a great deal on a tea time that he should sneak out and play golf for most of the day on Thanksgiving. This is a hard no, right? Yeah, I'm thinking that if Jake doesn't <laughs> want to be sleeping on the couch, he should probably not take that tea time, would be my guess. Is it his family coming over or is it your family? No, it's mine. It's mine it's and family. it's okay. they're not even coming over till later. So I get it. If he has an early tea time, he can be done by like a reasonable hour, I would assume. Mm -hmm. But here is my problem with golf. It always takes forever. Like there's always somebody in front of us was taking forever. Right. I'm like, are you sure about that? You sure you just didn't take your time with your boys? Um, and also it's on Thanksgiving. Like, can't you do it any other day? Because he's saying that, you know, the, the price is really low because it's Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving week, not a ton of people out there. Um, but I just, I can't get to it. If he was only playing nine holes, maybe. But a whole mm. round of golf, like what's the low end? Like three hours? No, I I mean, yeah, that's fast. Like you're taught like three, three and a half, three forty five, and even then that's that's pushing it. I mean, you're looking at probably at least a four hour round. How far away is the golf course from your house? Oh, we live on it. We live on the golf course. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Okay. So that well then why doesn't he just go out of the backyard and just, you know, like drops the ball in the fairway and just plays a hole or something like that? There's your compromise. Yeah, I told him to do that because the beef that I have with golf and I think most women is just that it takes forever. Like you can't find a hobby that takes, I don't know, an hour and a half. 
because there is no women equivalent of this. Like, you know, I'd love to go out and golf. I like golf too, but I just can't set aside four hours a day to go out and play. So I think that is my main beef with guys playing golf. And I sure, I'm sure there are plenty of women who can relate to that, but enough with the complaining. And let's get to some of our favorite plays in the NFL because maybe my husband needs to listen to my picks, win himself some money so he doesn't have to get the bargain tea times on Thanksgiving. Pick six. Pick six. All right, PJ, since you're guest hosting, I'm going to let you lead off. Who do you like? Chelsea, let's hope that Kyler Murray is not golfing today. Let's hope he's not playing Call (laughs) of Duty today. Let's hope he's locked in. He's watching the game film on the Houston Texans because we're going to need his best effort on Sunday if we're going to cover this four and a half. And I think we're going to get it. You know, coming back from that ACL injury, it took him a little bit to get going against Atlanta. But once he did, that play he made at the end of the game to scramble around and then get that first down and set up in field goal range looked like vintage Kyler. James Conner was back. He looked pretty good. So the Arizona offense is healthy. I've been very impressed with how competitive they have been so far this season. Been good as underdogs. And now we're getting Kyler Murray, who is great as an underdog. 21-12-1 and and ATS in his career as a dog. He's 16-8 ATS as a road underdog like these are the spots that you love with kyler when he's getting points especially when you're getting over three over four points and it's just a great spot to fade houston they're coming off of a big win against cincinnati that's the biggest win of cj stroud's young career that's the biggest win of D'Amico ryan's young head coaching career now you got to turn around you got to come home and you got to play a two-win football team and isn't this like just a big time sandwich spot Great win against Cincinnati. Huge divisional matchup with Jacksonville upcoming. Like, it just feels like everything is kind of going against Houston in this spot. Everybody's talking about Stroud right now for MVP. I just, Chelsea, the NFL is a week-to-week league, and you have to look at it that way. Sure, teams can have momentum, and they can carry things over from week to week with how they're playing. You certainly want to build off of things. But when you're talking about narrative and perspective and you're talking about gambling and how people value teams, like each week is different, each team is different, and I love Arizona in this spot. I think they win the game outright. I would caution people who are taking Houston in their survivor pools this week. I, I would highly recommend against that. So I'm, uh, I'm big on the Cardinals this week, like them quite a bit. Yeah, by the book, a sell-high spot on the Texans, who also have not fared well in this position. They are 0-3 against the spread as favorites this season. If you want to watch that one, it's one Eastern kick in Houston. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Pick six. Pick six. All right. We were just talking about situational spots. I think this is a great situational spot for the Dallas Cowboys this week on the road at Carolina. I'm laying the big number here. Cowboys laying 10 and a half. It seems a little scary, but the Cowboys have been fantastic 
in this situation with the exception of that one game against the Cardinals, which I kind of like because now they're not taking any opponent. Uh, not seriously. I do like that for them. Six and one against the spread this year as favorites. And also they have had five wins this season by 17 plus points. That's what the Cowboys do. They beat up on bad teams. Uh, and then you look at the Panthers. Overall, just not a good team. One and eight straight up and of only covered in two games this season. That was against the Bears and against the Texans. Granted, the Texans are maybe better than people thought, but still, uh, in that game against the Bears, they barely covered as well, covered by the hook there. So situationally, I think this is the spot for the Cowboys. I'll take them boys laying 10 and a half on the road. I just worry about Dak in these kind of games. Dallas is so good at home, especially as big favorites. We saw that last week again against the Giants. They did trip up against Arizona earlier this year as big favorites. You wonder in between divisional games against the Giants, the Commanders coming up on a short week on Thursday. Like, is this a sleepy kind of spot for them? And the Panthers have only won one game this season. Like, they're going to continue to compete. They obviously, Bryce Young, they invested a lot in him. Frank Reich has taken back the play calling duties from Thomas Brown. So, I don't know. This is one of those games. It's a big number. I would lean towards Carolina. I don't love it. But uh, Adam Thielen, that is the guy I would target in this game, Chelsea, with his props. When Reich was calling plays earlier in the year, he was going nuts in fantasy. I uh, I think with Reich back calling plays, he could uh, he could have another big day against Dallas. So I am on Carolina uh, and Thielen this week. That is a 1 p.m. Eastern kickoff from Charlotte for the Cowboys and the Panthers. Big six. Big six. I am going to Sunday night football for really interesting matchup here between the Vikings and the Broncos, two teams that are kind of finding their groove a little bit. It's incredible. I mean, five weeks ago, right? You kind of look at where these teams were. Minnesota obviously got off to that 0-3 start, 1-4 to start the season. Then they pick up that one win, and then they win that game against San Francisco. They beat Green Bay. Jefferson's out during both of those games. Then Cousins tears his ACL, and then you bring in Josh Dobbs and... We've all kind of fallen in love with what an incredible story it is. And he keeps changing all these teams. And now he's found something in Minnesota. I just feel like this is too much of an overreaction, though, to Dobbs and the Vikings. And this is a good spot with Denver at home under the field goal. Because, look, the Broncos are playing really good football, too. That defense was historically bad the first, like, four games, five games of the season. But they've really started to figure it out. They played great against the Chiefs, played great against Buffalo last week. I think they're going to force Dobbs into some turnovers and some issues this week as well. So I think it's going to be a close team, a uh, close game. Both teams are playing very well, but it's just, just about the number, Chelsea. You know, at three, three and a half, this is a stay away. But at two and a half, under that three, I like Denver here at home. I think we forget at times how hard it is to play at mile high at night with that altitude so i like denver here in this spot also as a titans fan i have seen the floor that josh dobbs presents and not just the ceiling that we've seen in some of these games so eventually maybe he may revert back to that if you want to watch it like uh, pj said it is the sunday night football matchup pick six pick six Pick six. Pick six. Is it coming? Oh. It's not. Pick it's fun. Pick All right. He doesn't want to work. There it is. There we go. 
<laughs> We've said that the technology today is already taken. Is that a bad omen off. for my Broncos pick, Chelsea? Is that bad omen? No, no. The, oh, okay. the technology has been acting up all day today. So nothing on yeah, your picks there. We wouldn't okay. put that on you, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> all right. Next up for yeah. me, a situational spot for the Chargers here. This is a spot in which L.A. has actually been good in. They're only laying three points on the road at the Packers. It can be tough to take the Chargers to win a game and to be on the road, but they actually have been great as a favorite when favored by three points or more. 3-0 and against the spread in their last three games when uh, favored by three points or more. So we're talking about beating the teams that you're supposed to beat. And you look at the Chargers this season, I feel like the narrative is a little skewed because some of their losses have been to the best teams across the NFL. They lost to the Chiefs, Dolphins, Cowboys, Lions, and then an overtime loss early in the season to the Titans. And that's been the gist of their losses. Only one of their losses this season has come by more than three points. So they're in all of these games. So think about if they have won, you know, even half of those games, how much the narrative would change on this Chargers team. They still have a great quarterback and they're still good at beating up on those bad teams. Uh, you look at the flip side of this one, the Packers, when, you know, losing some of these games, they're getting blown out by some of these teams that aren't even good. They've lost by more than three points to the Vikings, Steelers, and Raiders. Not exactly a murderer's row. I think this is still a great buy-low spot for the LA Chargers. I'll be on them here, minus three at the Packers. I think you're getting a good number here at three. If this was three and a half, I would probably stay away. I think the Chargers in the first half is something I definitely might bet. Just because the Packers, it seems like every game, get off to a slow start. The Chargers get off to good starts in most games, and obviously we know they tend to just choke it away in the fourth quarter. So hopefully, Chelsea, by, by the time this game kicks off, you have digested all of your Thanksgiving food because trying to win a bet with the Chargers as road as road favorites, that'll, uh, that'll make you a little queasy. But hopefully uh, you're able to win that game. Chargers looking to get the win at Lambeau 1 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. Pick six. Pick six. All right, another game that'll make you a little queasy. A team that will make you queasy. Chelsea, I'm going with the New York football Giants plus nine and a half against the Commanders on Sunday. This isn't about the Giants. This is all about the Commanders. And I dare the Commanders to win a divisional game by double digits when they are expected to do so. And that's what this is all about. This is expecting them to win a game this big of favorites as as nine and a half at home. I just, I cannot see them doing it, especially against the Giants team that they've really struggled against here in the last five years. Seven, two, and one. The Giants are against Washington straight up. I, I know DeVito's awful, and I know that their defense is not that good as well, but... This is just one of those games that I could very easily see the Giants mucking it up and making it ugly. I think this is the game of the week. If you like the Giants, you got to like the under too, right? Like those two things are just correlated. So like the under quite a bit in this game as well. Washington is my survivor pick. I think they win the game. I think the Giants can hang around though and keep it close. Washington, keep in mind, as big favorites twice this season against the Bears, lost that game outright against the Cardinals, needed a fourth quarter comeback to win that game. So we've seen them twice as six, six and a half point favorites this season, weren't able to cover those games. Now they're nine and a half point favorites against the Giants. I, I can't get there. Give me the G-Men plus the points. 
Yeah, the math's not mathin' here in this situation yeah. for me as well. Well said. Uh, the commanders seem to always play to the level of their competition, even if that competition is really bad, like the New York Giants. If you want to watch that one, one Eastern kick from FedEx Field. Pick six. Pick six. All right, speaking of bad games, I am not expecting much from the offenses in the Jets and Bills matchup i'm gonna hit an alternate total of under 41 for minus 145 some key numbers thrown in there i think the extra juice may be worth it just in case however you look at both of these teams they have been cash cows to the under if you look at the jets uh they're over under record um three and six so six of the games hitting the under there then you look at the bills seven and three to the under oh by the way they just fired their offensive coordinator and they're facing this Jets defense, who's top 10 in the league in most statistical categories. I think it's going to be a tough time for Josh Allen and company. Plus, don't we think there's a chance that Josh Allen may play a little bit more conservatively when the entire narrative this whole week has been about him giving up the football? He leads the league in interceptions. So maybe we see a more conservative approach this week. On the Jets side, Zach Wilson. Enough said there. Uh <laughs> And then you see the matchup between these two, four straight unders between the Jets and the Bills, and the Jets come in with four straight unders. I don't expect this divisional matchup to go any differently. Let's hit the under 41 in the Jets and the Bills. On the other end, we'll give you only the best of the best, our favorite plays across the sports world. Best bets headed your way next on The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. The Daily Tip will be right back on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Welcome back to the Daily Tip on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. All right. Hoping to end things with a bang here on the Daily Tip on a football Friday. And if you missed any of our picks throughout the show, you can always download the podcast. Just search The Daily Tip wherever you get your podcast. Coming up next on BetQL Daily, the crew welcomes John Daigle of 4 for 4 and Betsperts to give his analysis on the upcoming slate in football. Uh, PJ, uh, do you have your show today? It feels like today you're going to be very busy and very sleep-deprived. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea, I'm I'm thinking about maybe potentially having a little nap here after the show, get re-energized before send it in at 1 p.m. I, you know, I feel for all the school teachers I had growing up, especially in middle school and high school, when you have all those classes and you have to repeat what you're talking about every single day because you know what? It's a beautiful th- I get to give out all my plays again during send it in and talk about all these games we've been talking about, so... I'm looking forward to it. I love Friday shows because it's just nothing but picks. Um, so it's going to be fun. But yeah, might might have to get a little quick nap in here before the show. Oh, naps are the best. I feel like naps are mm-hmm. absolutely necessary if you work a morning job. And I know there are people who go the whole day without you know getting a cat nap, but I am not one of them. I will definitely be having a Friday <laughs> naparoo on my schedule later today. All right, so we've got a lot of picks, so let's get to it. Let's see who we have the most faith in today. Time to place your bets. 
TJ, since you are the guest host, filling in for Jinx today, I'm going to let you go first and you give us your one best bet for the whole weekend. One best bet, Chelsea, is the Arizona Cardinals plus four and a half against the Houston Texans. My favorite bet in football this weekend, NFL or college. I love the spot for Zona. It's just a great time to fade Houston, right? Great win against the Bengals. Big game against the Jags coming up next week. You're playing a two-win football team in Arizona at home. Who's healthy now with Kyler Murray and James Conner back. Nice win against Atlanta. Kyler Murray in his career, great as an underdog against the spread. Just feels like all signs are kind of port- are kind of pointing towards a little bit of a letdown here for Houston and Arizona. And Kyler Murray, right, like fighting for his job a little bit. Arizona might move him potentially in the offseason, could have one of the top picks in the NFL draft debating or not whether they take one of those big time quarterbacks or they stick with Kyler so certainly motivation for Arizona and Kyler Murray to continue to play well and continue to win games and uh, Houston it just feels like maybe a spot that is good time for them to, to have a little bit of a letdown. So I certainly think Arizona's live in this game. I think they can win it, but I, I love them with the points at plus four and a half. Also should be noted, the Texans have not covered a single spread as a favorite so far this uh, this season, and that's the situation that they're in this week. All right, for me, I'm going to take an under in the Jets and Bills as my best bet of the weekend. I'm going to hit the under 41. It's an alternate total at minus 145, but I think the juice is worth the squeeze to get that key number. Anyways, you look at both of these teams, they've been cash cows to the under this season. Looking at the Jets, 6-3 and three to the under, and the Bills, surprisingly so, 7-3 and three to the under because of their offense, probably. A lot of people expected fireworks from Josh Allen and company, and instead, their offensive coordinator has now been fired. I think we see a more conservative approach uh, this week since the narrative has turned on Josh Allen, and he's leading the league an interception. So maybe he's not going to chuck the ball down the field quite as much in this one. And plus, it's not a get-right spot for any offense going against this Jets defense. Top 10 across the league in just about everything. Top 7 in scoring defense. Sixth in total yards. And third in the league against the pass. And this is a Buffalo team that likes to throw the football. On the Jets side, you got Zach Wilson. Enough said there. And you look at the matchup between these two teams. The Jets and the Bills have hit the under four straight times when facing each other. Also, the Jets riding a four-game streak to the under. I think another divisional matchup spells an under here. So I'll hit the under 41 between the Jets and the Bills. PJ, now it's time to get to the third member of our Best Bets crew, and that is the Magic 8-Ball. Let us gaze upon the glorious Magic 8-Ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble All right, 8-Ball, let's make it snappy. Double D has like a 17-line parlay that we got to get to. All right, we've got PJ's pick, Cardinals plus four and a half. Do we like it? 8-Ball says, most likely. Looks like the 8-Ball likes being contrarian a bit as well. All right, for me, it's the Jets and the Bills under 41. 8-Ball says, it is decidedly so. So two for two on our plays against the eight ball. So PJ, now, if you have other plays, speak now or forever hold your peace. Who do you like? So yeah, Arizona's my favorite bet. I also love Arizona State this weekend, plus 23 and a half against Oregon. 
Former offensive coordinator Kenny Dillingham is now the head coach at ASU. A lot of familiarity with Oregon and their program. And just historically, Chelsea, University of Oregon has always struggled against the Arizona schools. These games are never easy for them. It seems like they're always close. We're getting a huge number here with 23 and a half. So I think the Sun Devils can keep it close. And then in college hoops tonight, give me Maryland plus six and a half against Villanova. I think this is too many points. Terps had some big expectations coming into the year. People thought that they could finish in like the top three or four in the Big Ten. Had a lot of returning pieces. Their big man, Julian Reese, Jameer Young, was on the first team Big Ten team. They had a big-time freshman, Deshaun Harris-Smith, coming in as well. Lost two games already this season to UAB and Davidson. Both of those games were close. I think this game against Villanova is close tonight as well. I like the Terps plus the points at plus six and a half. Ooh, we like, we like, we like all of those plays, especially getting those type of points. If you want to know what the BetQL five-star best bet of the day is, we have got you covered. Actually, I don't see it in the rundown. Bill, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you know the BetQL five-star best bet of the weekend? Because I certainly don't. Uh, yeah, sir. We had some tech stuff here, so I didn't get to it. They've got uh, Cardinals, Texans, over 47 and a half. That's what the dogs oh. are going with. I like the that. The dogs are right? Yeah, I think that's correlated, <laughs> yeah, right, Chelsea, can... to our Cardinals play? High scoring game? Yeah, even though one would hope you don't see much from the Texans offense, but it's really been the case. You hope that this Texans defense does not step up to the plate. But, you know, we didn't hear from the doctor. Maybe he'll be back next week from his bender. All right, we've got to get to the biggest parlay of them all. The biggest plus money of them all. It's Double D's Degenerate Parlay. It's time to get crazy with Double D's College Football D-Gen Parlay. Chelsea, it's not quite 17 legs. It's a big eight-legger, though, and it's got juicy, juicy, juicy stuff on it. So we're going Coastal Carolina minus three and a half at Army. We're going James Madison minus nine versus Appalachian State. We're taking Missouri. Minus 11 and a half versus Florida. <laughs> then we're doing Louisville money line at Miami, Arizona money line versus Utah, North Carolina money line at Clemson, UCF, Central Florida, ladies and gentlemen, at Texas Tech. We're taking the money line there as well. And then Washington money line at Oregon State. Total odds 350 to one. A $5 bet wins you 17. 50. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Oh my goodness. I don't even like playing plays that are like over plus 150. I'm like, I don't know, Chelsea. It seems a little risky. Meanwhile, David's playing a play of 350 to one. We commend you, sir, for your bravery because it couldn't be me. Although I will be tailing you. I'll put a dollar on it. Why not? It'll, it'll make me rich if we hit. And we are hoping yeah. that is the case. PJ, are you a big parlay guy or you stick to mostly the straight up bets? Uh, I, I mostly stick to the straight up. I do like the parlays. I like parlays when it comes to like NFL teasers. I feel like I have a good 
feel of like which games are going to kind of be close, you know, maybe with favorites to tease down. Like I'm already looking at the NFL this week, Chelsea. Like how can you not love the Steelers at plus seven? How can you not like the Cardinals at plus ten and a half, right? Uh, I do think the Bills win this week. I don't think the Jets beat them twice, so teasing them down to minus one. I think Jacksonville's in a nice bounce-back spot, teasing them down as well. Like, those kind of things, I'll parlay those. I think trying to, you know, like, parlay six or seven games on their original lines, I just think that's that's way too tough. So maybe Double D's up to something. Personally, I was listening to him for the first seven legs, and then I muted him when he went to the Washington-Oregon <laughs> State game. I don't know what game he, what play he gave out there, but I knew it was Oregon State because, you know, Double D's a smart man, and he knows the Beavers are winning on Saturday. But uh, for me, Chelsea, usually with the parlays, I, I go with the NFL teasers. Ooh, now you're speaking my language. I love me some yeah. teasers. And although the Bengals killed my teaser last night because uh, they didn't keep it close and Joe Burrow didn't stay in the game, there is one more option that I want to get your take on. Uh, we've got the Lions lying seven and a half at home against the Bears. You can get them down to minus one and a half. And then the Eagles game. Eagles getting two and a half. You bump it up to eight and a half. Do we like that teaser? I, I, I kind of do like that, actually. I, I mean, Eagles-Chiefs is going to be one score, so I think that's that's good. And, I mean, yeah, the Lions. Like, Justin Fields won, what, five career games in, in the NFL? I don't think he's going to win at Detroit this weekend. I kind of like the Bears to cover that number. I think it's going to be close. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I like that teaser with the Lions and the Eagles. How about we phone a friend before the end of the show? Joe O, get in here. He is the host of BetQL Daily coming up immediately after the program. Joe, what's your take? A teaser. We've got the Lions minus one and a half over the Bears and the Eagles plus eight and a half against the Chiefs. Uh, I would not tease the Bears-Lions part. I'll say that. It's going to be Why very not? popular. It's a high total game. So uh, th- that concerns me a little bit. I actually, this is so strange for me to feel this way, which means they're going to get their butts kicked. I actually think there is a chance that the Bears could be live in that game. They have been trending up and playing better defensively. The Lions' defense is not good, guys. Their offense is awesome. You trust Goff at home indoors, but their defense has had a lot of problems lately. Maybe something crazy happens. Division game could be closer than you expect. I hope not, but because a lot of us have the Lions in Survivor. That's going to do it for us here at the Daily Tip. We will see you bright and early Monday morning for me, for PJ Glasser, for the entire crew. Have a great weekend. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.